think a lot of us can get caught up in the uh, procrastination versus perfection section of, right, I need to have a website, this needs to be perfect, I need to have my brand engine, I need all those things, and I'll tell you, it's fluff. doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. I understand why you think it does. It really doesn't. The steps is you need to mm-hmm. know what problem you solve and who you're serving and figure out where to take payment, and that is literally it. If you want to make more sales without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and this is the Not an Influencer, an Impact Maker podcast, where we talk about other organic marketing strategies to bring more clients into your online business and the stories of the incredible entrepreneurs who are using these strategies in their businesses every day to create success. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and build a successful online. Today, we get to chat with Kat. Kat, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Hi, Leslie. Thank you so much for having me for a start. So I am, well, I'm Kat Dunn. As you can tell from my accent, I'm originally from England, and now I am very lucky to live in the beautiful Melbourne in Australia. And I have my own business as an online business manager, which basically confuses people slightly, but look at it as an office manager, but virtually. So I manage all aspects of someone's business, um, depending on what they need from me, basically. So that could be team management, launch management, everyday like customer inquiries. It could be operations, um, strategy, systems, processes, all those kinds of things. And I specialize in working with coaches, uh, particularly coaches who have their own online program and they've built a membership or a community from that because one of the aspects I love to do as well is actually community management because I feel like any community or environment that supports women to support other women is just gold. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that so much. I mean, because I do that too. But yeah. <laughs> how did <laughs> you exactly. get in to the management part of all of that how did you decide you wanted to be an online business manager it was actually kind of someone else's idea because um obviously the pandemic hit and i was working for a company from home and in my whole life working corporate you know decade plus you weren't really allowed to work from home it just wasn't an option so once i got that option i was quite reluctant to give it up and when I was desperately trying to think, like, I've always wanted my own business. What can I do? What What's out there? What, what skills do I have that people need? Someone told me about virtual assistants and I'd never heard about them before mm-hmm. the pandemic. So I naturally became a virtual assistant and picked up quite a few clients from word of mouth, which is fantastic. And I was already in someone's membership and she specializes in like business and marketing coaching. So I was like, I need marketing. I need to get my business out there. And I met her at an event. And at the event, I was like, I'm a virtual assistant. These are the things I do. And a while later, she contacted me and said, I'd actually really like to bring you into my company to maybe handle some of the admin. So I became a virtual assistant. And then naturally, because we work so well together and because she learned my skill set, she started giving me more and more things to do. And then one day I called me her business manager and I went, mm. what's that? <laughs> Why are you calling me that? What does that mean? And then when she explained, I was like, oh, is that what that means? Is that what I've been doing? And I just realized, oh, that's that's what lights me up. That's what's exciting. That's why maybe my other clients, I'm not as driven for them. Like, because it's, I 
felt like, I felt like with the virtual assistant, they give you a task to do, you do the task and then that's it. Whereas what I was doing with the other client mm-hmm. in terms of management was you become a bit more involved in the business. You get to learn more behind the scenes. I got to be involved in like launches and I got to be more like what, what strategies can we use this time? What's working? What's not working? What do the members want? And I just thrived on that. So then I decided to pivot my business from video to OBM. That I love that differentiation of like just going from somebody who would just do the task to somebody who's really involved and is in big picture stuff and kind of like you're you're really supporting and running the show instead of just getting things done. And that's really important, I feel like, to have that when you are building a business. And I think it's really amazing that you are able to just like step up and into that role. So as this was kind of like evolving and unfolding for you, did you experience anything in building your business that you didn't expect to kind of come across? It was definitely a strange transition because I guess, I guess uh, from my corporate days, like I started as a receptionist, I started as an admin assistant and you kind of had that, that comfort of you work for somebody. So someone's always, always got you. So stepping into OBM for clients who, you know, are very successful, have built a business from the ground up, who, you know, have their zones of genius, who everyone respects and they come into the program to get good quality, to get coaching. I did feel a bit of pressure of like, this has to be fantastic. Like I have to do a good job because there is no protection. Like this is the client in me and this business is the baby. Mm -hmm. We all have our own businesses. We all treat them, you know, with kick gloves. We love them. We live in them. We work in them 24 seven. And the responsibility is so much more different because you're trying to help this client with their dreams, help the dreams come true, but from a really strategic hands-on kind of way. It's not just, oh, and this would be such a fantastic thing to do. Let's put it down on our notion board and then forget about it. It has to be like, right, okay, so how do I take this dream, turn it into tangible steps and then manage it to make sure everything gets done. So luckily in corporate, I also had a job as a project coordinator, like project management. So I've kind of brought that into the role. So I find that quite easy to do, but it's a, it can be quite hard sometimes to be measuring whether you've been successful in your role because sometimes it can't just be like, all right, so we've got this many new members into the community or we've hit these, this revenue goals because things can be quite up and down in business and I could do everything possible. I could do a rinse and repeat launch. I could do a brand new launch. I could put all the strategy into actual place. And so as a result, it's just going to happen. And you kind of think, oh my God, it was me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do enough job. I, I, I didn't do what the client needed. And unfortunately, some of out of our hands, particularly this year. This year has been very strange, particularly financially. People are obviously checking their purse strings. It's been hit across all the main countries, I believe. Not, I know England's suffering, Australia's suffering. I'm sure America and Canada's suffering as well. That people are being a bit more worried about where they put their dollar. So even though I mm-hmm. truly believe in the clients I work with and what they offer to women and how important it would be to get in their memberships, you can't force people. It'll happen when it happens. And I'm quite impatient. So um, knowing that it will, it will work out if we stick to the plan. So I was just like, want to screw for the rooftops. Join it. It's fantastic. You know, it's where I started. But yeah, I just have to trust that everything we're doing will eventually get us the results that we're looking for. Yeah, it's really hard to kind of like do what you know you need to do and trust the process that it will work out. Because like you said, you can do the exact same thing that you did before that worked out really, really well. But if it's a different point in time, it might work out 
incredibly different and go a different way. But we only have so much that's in our control and we can only do the things that we know we can do until we know better or we get the information to then adjust. And like you said, like we're at a time right now where people are really paying attention where they're spending their money. And it doesn't just take a little bit of convincing right now. It's it's a whole different kind of realm where people really need to care about where they're spending their money. And that's okay. That's part of being in business. That's part of the whole world and economy and the way everything works. And it's, I think it's so important to have those people by your side and in your business that still care so much that they're like, Oh, did I not do enough? Like, did, did I need to do something differently? Like, did I like, what else should we have done kind of thing? Because our businesses are like our babies, like you said, and we care so much and we want those people in there who, who feel the same exact way instead of just being like, Oh, this one didn't work. Let's make a different list later and maybe that will work better. So it's very good to care, but it's such a different way from going from your corporate job into now this is your business. This is your baby. And those results are your results too. And it's hard to not take them personally. It's hard to not take it personally when those, those things happen, but that's also like, an opportunity for growth, I feel like, as a business owner in yourself is knowing that volatility of the market and knowing it's not always you and you you can keep going, you can make adjustments, you can continue to get better and adapt and adjust. And I was talking to somebody very recently and she was talking about she feels like she cared too much about certain things in her business and... I'm like, that's such a gift to get to care about something so much that you get to work on every single day. So do you feel like it's even with kind of that added pressure and that added pressure that you put on yourself and and to get results, do you feel like it's worth it to have your own business rather than stay and work kind of with that security of a big corporation around you? To be totally honest, probably once or twice a week at least, I think, hmm, might just check the job listings. Just 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 to see, just to see what's out there. You know, maybe maybe I could be useful. I do and I think we all do. And um the other side of that is the idea of doing that makes me want to throw up in my own mouth. So I just I think, right, okay, let's just try harder <laughs> for my business. Because there are some amazing companies out there. I'm lucky that in my corporate career, I work for some really genuine people. At least I thought they were genuine. I mean, I don't know, you know, what goes on behind the scenes. And I've worked for like not-for-profits and stuff, you know, and really like being able to give back in that way. So I know they do exist. The problem I found is there's so many layers of politics. There's so many layers of just kind of like BS that you have to get through because it's so hard to make changes. It's so hard to make the changes that matter or like to treat people the way they should be treated or to get them working in the way that works best for them. There's so many policies and hoops you have to jump through. And I think that's what got to me in the end as well, because I was at one of my last mm-hmm. jobs, I was managing a team and my hands were so tied for just really small things. 
And so I'm just trying to make their lives better because if their lives are better, they'll do better at work. Like that's a win-win. And I just couldn't see why we couldn't just do certain things. So mm -hmm. that definitely drives me to be more successful in my own business because my business right now mm -hmm. is to support other women in their businesses to make them successful. And obviously mm -hmm. because I work with a lot of coaches, if these coaches have more time to work in their genius zone, which is to coach, and they coach other women who maybe were in similar backgrounds, maybe they're in a corporate job they don't love or they're starting a business and they feel like they're, not, they're unsure and this coach can help them to be the best version of themselves. And they go, awesome, right, I'm going to become a coach now and I'm going to pass this on or something like that. And they help another woman and then it just goes on and on and on until everybody feels like they can stand in their own power and be their true selves and do a job that they really love. That's what gets me more than going, all right, cool, let's, let's try a bit harder with this. Um, I understand what your friend meant about caring too much. It is a bit worrying sometimes because I probably, you know, mm -hmm. I have woken up in the middle of the night going, oh my God, that thing, oh, I've just had this idea. But um, I do a lot of personal development and the biggest issue I have is definitely trust and I have to lean into it more because I trust that everything that is meant for us will happen and the universe has our back. But it's hard. Um, but, you know, the results that you do get are so worthwhile. And yeah, that's that's definitely mm -hmm. going to keep me away from corporate, at least for a bit longer. We'll <laughs> definitely a bit longer. <laughs> a few more years, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I definitely appreciate your transparency because I can promise you, like, at least, at least 90% of people who've started their own business have definitely had those thoughts of like, oh, maybe I should just go get a job because this this can be challenging at points and that's the reality of it and it's okay to have those thoughts and it's okay for it to be hard and it is very motivating to be like okay I actually don't want to go back there because there's a lot of red tape and I'm creating such an impact with what I get to do now and it is reminding yourself of that and kind of honing in on that personal development and being like okay have to trust the process I have to trust myself that I can do this I have to figure out like like all of these elements that might be holding me back and that's just a part of building a business is like it's not just what's on the spreadsheet like you have to figure out how to get those things done how to be in the right mindset how to like actually show up when nobody's making you show up so is there anything that you would suggest to somebody who's just in the very beginning stages of starting their business? What would you tell them to focus on? I think a lot of us can get caught up in the uh, procrastination versus perfection section of, right, I need to have a website. This needs to be perfect. I need to have my brand done. I need all those things. And I'll tell you, it's fluff. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. I understand why you think it does. It really doesn't. The steps is you need to know mm -hmm. what problem you solve and who you're serving and figure out a way to take payment and that is literally it you know they can direct transfer yeah. into your bank because a lot of people get caught up in the aesthetics in like what it's going to look like rather than well yes we all want our businesses for different reasons but don't lean into the i'm going to sit on a beach and drink pina coladas and money's just going to roll on in Cool. You could probably have that eventually, but there is a lot of hard work. Usually that happens before you're going to go from a nine to five to a 24 seven. That's how business owners work. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Obviously the lines do blur. We get a bit obsessed sometimes. So I would say, what is it? What is it you want to fix? What is it you want to 
help with. You know, if you're in business, you're of service. If you don't want to be of service, then you mm -hmm. shouldn't really be in business. That, that's my opinion. Obviously, some mm -hmm. people might not agree, and that's fine. So just get clear on, you know, you don't have to niche so hard, I think, as well. When I started as a virtual assistant, oh, my God, I did everything. Every single service you can imagine. I was doing social media. I had no... No, I, I shouldn't have been in social media, honestly. The stuff I came up with, like... <laughs> Oh, I've seen some of the posts I created and I'm horrified because I'm, I'm quite a good writer. Like I can write captions when it comes to design or it is not, it is not my genius. So, and so I like, I look back and go, right. But I had to offer everything to then figure out what I really wanted. And, you know, I had like one point mm -hmm. was 11 clients and it was too much because you can't really give them the best service possible when you have that many, when it's just you. So you can definitely mm -hmm. go in with an open mind, but, and then niche down later, but just what, what is it? What is the point of it? What do you want to do? How are you going to do it? Yeah. And then take payment and then everything else will fall in. So I've been in business three years next year and I've only just really got my website. It, it didn't have mm -hmm. one for years and it didn't matter because, you know, you get testimonials or you show up on Instagram, which is free, or you go to networking events. or you're in Facebook groups and you just share and, you know, it comes across whether people care, whether they're genuine and they're interested, have a conversation, get a free Zoom account. It's free for 40 minutes or get, a, you know, get on your phone doesn't have to be so mm -hmm. professional because it's just about like the impact that you want to make that's the focus you should be and mm -hmm. also I had it as a side hustle before I went full in and I only went in full time because my corporate contract came to an end and I thought we'll do it now it doesn't work out cool but there's absolutely no mm -hmm. shame in having your business as a side hustle either permanently or to begin with and also you could be in business and then get a side job and there's, again, no shame in it. Like, do what works for you. You don't have to just be in business full time. So people have um, different mm -hmm. needs and different, like, wants in their life. And that's absolutely fine. Find out what works for you. Don't look too much to other people. Yes, get advice, but don't fall into imposter syndrome. Just keep, you know, keep your blinkers on. Unfollow those people on Instagram that make you feel bad. And just focus on what it is that you want to get. And everything else will fall in behind it. And my other thing would be, once you feel comfortable, work with a coach. It doesn't have to be a business coach. Because business is the best personal development you'll ever do. How many times I hear that? It's totally true. So if you're not working on yourself at the same time, your business will suffer. So it's like a part and parcel. Your business is you, but don't take it too personally. Just work on you. I feel like that was a lot of advice. I might have over overcomplicated that, but no, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it's just I like work loved on you, work it. On you. <laughs> Go rewind, listen to all of those again. <laughs> I think you made so many fantastic points, and I do brand design and web design. And I will tell you, I 110% agree with you that you do not have to have a website or a perfectly perfected brand before you get started. I actually teach people to just start having more conversations. Like all you need is a method to speak to someone, whether it's in person or on Zoom, like you said, it's free, and then start getting those paying clients. And then once you get paying clients and you work out how you're providing that service and how you create great results, and then over time, you can create the brand and you can create the website on the back end. My first clients as a brand designer, I didn't have a website or brand for the first year. And I was a brand and web designer. I love that. <laughs> so, but it all came from word of mouth referrals and connections I had made and conversations that I had had. And then the work started to speak for itself and it was word of mouth referrals. So it wasn't that everything had to be perfect in the beginning. It was that I had to get started for 
everything to get started because without clients, you don't have a business. And you're right. So many people do get stuck in that kind of perfectionist period where you feel like everything needs to be perfect before you bring somebody in. And in order to get better at what you do, you need to actually be working with people. You can't just plan everything on the back end and think the more you plan and the more you plan, the better you'll get. The more you do it, the better you'll get, whether it's networking or actually working with clients and getting people results. You have to actually do it to figure out if you're any good at it (laughs) or to show people that you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But like you said, you did, you tried a bunch of things and you figured out what you were good at, what you weren't super thrilled about doing and then you refined over time and sometimes you're going to do things that you're like oh maybe I won't offer this anymore I used to do social media template design and then I was like I'm not going to do that because that's that's great that's an opportunity for me but that's not where I want to spend my time and energy and effort and I can serve my clients in a different way and that's how you can build your niche you don't have to get down to the nitty gritty right away. Those things evolve over time. And I think allowing yourself that time is very, very difficult, especially with social media, when we see people creating what we think are these overnight successes, or you see, oh, this person made so much money in this short amount of time and they can help you make this money in short amount of time and it's like oh well I haven't made that much money that quickly it's okay you really do have to put your blinders on and stick to the path that is right for you and that path will evolve in your right time because you may only have the capacity to work in your business part of the time maybe you will need a job And like you said, there is absolutely no shame in that. And you have to find the way that works best for you and navigate through the entrepreneurial journey in this way or else when you're trying to follow everybody else's path, you're going to reach a point of resistance because their path is not exactly the same path that you're on and that's where that personal development and that trust in yourself to then take the information that you've learned and then adapt and adjust it for you is so so important so Kat if you were to kind of give a recommendation about like how do you feel like walking into the world of like self-development I know building a business is the best way (laughs) to to evolve as a human being but when you kind of first get into the business world especially online you do see these personal development things and they feel a little bit intimidating where would you feel like is the best place to start with the personal development element of it yeah this is definitely a hard one because mine kind of happened by accident um like I was in a relationship and having some issues um, and I did go to therapy and I saw quite a few different therapists over a number of years and I just felt very like I'd leave and feel quite unfulfilled like kind of like hmm what what do I do now I feel like I've just talked about my childhood I've talked about my relationship for an hour and I've left and gone I don't feel any better I've just talked about the same thing and nothing's changed 
and I was like so I didn't really know anything about coaching or anything like that and or personal development I just thought you go to therapy you know you, you go for a certain amount of weeks and then you're fixed woohoo like you know I was totally naive about the whole thing <laughs> and then um accidentally I don't know how I found her I found one of my coaches she's called Erica Kramer aka the queen of confidence and I honestly don't know how she came into my life again maybe it's the universe and I just start binging the podcast and I was like oh my god these these this sounds amazing like is this is this what you do and just talk about like self-love and confidence and self-esteem and you know and she swore and she wore pink and she was like oh my god I didn't know this kind of person existed like how could a coach be so kind of out there and vibrant I thought everyone sits on the couch and they have a pen and pencil and they wear glasses and they stare at you and so I was like this is interesting I'll open up my mind so I joined her program and then through her program I found other coaches and worked in different areas of my life that is the scariest thing I've ever done that was the most money I'd ever spent on myself and she had an in-person event I walked in there's so many women there hugging each other and I was like what on earth is this this looks like a cult I'd be here I had a huge <laughs> huge uh like woman wounds like all my friends were males growing up and my coach ran over and hugged me and I was like oh my god that's the woman from Instagram like it was like what is happening it was such a real experience I was sat at these tables and we just started straight going into the work and that day was about money mindset and people were sharing so openly and crying and I was like this is so strange this is it was nice it was like I'd, I'd never been in an environment like that where women could just be seen and heard and supported and then they had a dance break and I was like why are people dancing this is so weird and I was, I was going <laughs> off black and I was hiding behind a pillar and I was like and I'm quite a confident outgoing person I'll back and go wow I, I like my life it just shut me down so much that I didn't recognize myself and I was in that room going I so want to do this and be these people but I don't know how and so mm-hmm. with the, the container I was in, you know, there's certain modules and certain events and things that you do. I was say for the first year, I, I faked it. I didn't really get involved. I didn't really understand what I was doing or what I wanted from it. Now, I'm not saying everybody just jump off and just get a coach and sign up if, that's, if you're not ready for that. But there's so many free resources out there. Because like me, you might not know what it is that you need support with. Or And I will say this, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. Some of us just need support or a safe space where we can, you know, share what we need to share without judgment so again like instagram and things like that you can get overwhelmed but if you have anyone in your life that you trust you know, ask opinions uh, when you go on instagram you know check their walls see what testimonials have got see what freebies they've got and try that listen to podcasts with coaches and see if you like their vibe and then see if like what they're saying relates to you because a lot of coaches will talk about similar things but they have their own way of doing it or they have their own personalities or they have their own experiences so depend on what you've been through in your life and everyone's been through trauma and trauma doesn't have to be some horrendous thing that happened to you. It could be something you class as quite small, but did traumatize you maybe from a young age that look for coaches who specialize in that particular area potentially, because you want to be working with somebody who has gone through what you've, what you've gone through and come out the other side stronger so they can show you the way and they can support you as you figure out how you want to change your life. And it doesn't have to be coaching, obviously, there's other things out there. Therapy is definitely important for some people, depending on what they're dealing with. There's also many woo-woo things out there. You you might do shamanic healing or Reiki or work with a kinesiologist. And again, there's a lot of options out there. But if you just try one thing and then see where that leads you, because, you know, I've gone on a huge personal development journey and I've tried lots of things, but one thing led me to do that. I didn't do everything at once because it's not going to work. But I would definitely say start point for me and a lot of people is your mind so your mindset is probably the first thing you want to work on and it's even just like those thoughts you tell yourself every day i can't do this 
I can't succeed, no one wants me, I'm not good enough, that's the place to start. So even if you grab a pad and a pen and write down those horrible thoughts and go out your head, that's a good start. Or every day, three things I'm grateful for. Because even if you had the worst day ever, you'll find something. Just little things that I can help. Um, like I love meditating, but meditating is not for everybody. And you don't have to do it for 15 minutes or 30 minutes a day. Five minutes in silence if you can. And try and clear your mind and see if that helps. Go, go, go to yoga. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things out there, but it's just don't try everything. Try one thing. Try it for a while. It doesn't work. Try something else. And if you want to work with a coach, just mm-hmm. find one that, you know, you you connect with and you feel like relates to what you're going through and can support, can support you. Because there are a lot of coaches out there, obviously, that potentially aren't doing it for the best reasons. You know, here are those ones of like, I've earned 100K in three days. Fantastic. But are you in it for the money or are you in it to help people? And you'll get a good vibe for people mm-hmm. when you start doing the free content. Um, and they should have free mm-hmm. content out there. So just check their Instagram links, check their websites, or listen to podcasts. Great way to start doing it. And again, I feel like that was a lot of different mm-hmm. options, but it's just so varied the way you could like start working on yourself. The, the best yeah. advice is just start. Just start today, five mm-hmm. minutes, give it a go, see what happens. That's the best advice. I mean, I think that makes a really good point, though. There are so many options out there, and it is listening to yourself and being like, okay, what would I actually connect with the most and then actually get started? Because we do have so many options that holds us back so much from just getting started. But it's just try one thing and start today. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Stop waiting for the perfect time. Stop waiting for you to have time. All of those things because everything is not always going to lay perfectly in our favor to get started. And I love what you said about like writing down the thoughts in your head. It's the greatest place to start and start start challenging those negative thoughts that you're having be like okay well what if i thought the opposite thank you brain for saying that you're protecting me from something but what if i'm actually great and i'm not horrible let's try that one (laughs) yeah definitely so so kat thank you so much for hanging out with us today can you tell us where people can find you to connect with you and potentially work with you oh yes bring it on so my name is on socials is Kat Louise Dunn, Kat with a C. So Kat Louise Dunn, that's across everything, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And my website is the same, so katlouisedunn.com. So yeah, feel free to DM me, reach out. Um, and if you're interested in being an OBM, I'm happy to chat about that as well. And yeah, good luck on your business journey, everybody. I'm very excited. Perfect. And all of her links are in the description below. So click her link, send her a message and chat with Kat. Thank you so much for spending today with us. Thanks, Leslie, for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening.